Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Run With Allie Live podcast. If you're someone looking or thinking about running or someone who is interested in training for a marathon without getting that injury, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Run With Allie Live podcast, where I bring you special guests consisting of different running specialties, runners, fitness professionals, specialty doctors, and more to provide their own insights and advice on running, how to begin, how to properly fuel for a race, and how to mentally set yourself up for running successfully for life. Every single Tuesday, I bring you my own personal stories and how I became the runner, trainer, and coach I am today, as well as actionable results from being injured that have only enabled me to become a better coach for my clientele and for me. Thanks to the industry leaders I've hosted on my podcast for making this all possible to, again, become the coach that I am today. Being a Run With Alley believer truly means understanding the holistic approach to running as a lifestyle. It's not just about the fitness aspect, it's the holistic approach, meaning everything from training to nutrition to recovery to headspace to making time for your friends and family. That matters. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in weekly right here for new inspiring motivational episodes and guest speakers that will inspire you to change your life for the long run through running. We're in this together. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Run With Allie Live. We are here. It is September 17th. 2019 and we are chatting everything from running to fitness to lifestyle related. I like to bring special guests onto the podcast who really kind of relate to the bigger fitness community and it doesn't need to be just professional runners of course because everybody comes to me and they just think that's what I do predominantly but we want to bring all of us together um, in the fitness industry so I invite various fitness professionals, uh, various doctors that specialize in the field, along with runners and just anyone interested in fitness. Um, and so today we have a special guest, Felicia Romero, who is, uh, she actually has her own podcast known as the Diet Dropout Podcast. So you should check that out as well. Um, another fit pro and she, uh, I'd like actually her to tell us a little about herself and then we can just dive into the chat and answer um, a bunch of questions for you guys to listen to. So Felicia, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for joining. So a uh, question. So tell us about yourself and why you're here. Yeah, no. So I, I guess for me, I've been in the fitness industry quite a while and I just, I love that you reached out because I'm all about collaboration over competition. I, I will, I wish that, you know, more women collaborated together versus afraid to reach out or afraid to collaborate or, you know, just talk to each other. So yeah, I'm here to just spread the the message of health and fitness. And for me, my story is a little bit different than most. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get into it with you today. I love that. Yeah. So thank you so much. And also, I would just love to hear more about, you know, I think you have, the reason why I invited you onto the show is because you speak about, you know, women. And I really love your story after perusing through your entire 
Instagram and just knowing a little about you, but knowing about you enough to the point where you really call my attention because I can relate to a lot of, I guess, things that brought you into this profession. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, and I find it extremely inspiring and amazing that you made yourself so vulnerable and you put yourself out there uh, because it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And sometimes I, you know, when you talk about vulnerability, being in the fitness industry, I was afraid to share a lot of those vulnerabilities because, you know, being a fitness pro, you're kind of looked at as like, oh, you have to, you know, work out every day and eat perfectly all the time. And that is definitely not who I am. And so when I first shared that or shared about my health struggles or my insecurities, it definitely opened the door up to so many more people reaching out and saying, wow, thank you for sharing. I feel that way too. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and you said you didn't really view yourself as a fit pro. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, I, I guess, you know, I don't necessarily identify with that. I just, I, for me, even though I have been in the fit, health and fitness industry, I was a trainer now, I've been a trainer now for about 16 years, um, have a master's in exercise science from Arizona State. But for me, you know, I don't necessarily identify myself with that because it's, it's not something that necessarily overtakes my life. I feel like a lot of fitness pros out there live and die, you know, with their workouts and with eating this perfect this perfect meal plan. And that's not who I am. If anything, I'm human. Um, I've learned to um, sort of manage it all. And I, I don't really use the word balance anymore because I feel that's a tough thing for a lot of people. I manage it in a sense that I find with what works best for me. Um, I don't promote fads. I don't promote diets per se. And even so, I don't even promote extreme, extreme training because I saw the implications or actually felt the implications of what that did to me. And now I vow to just, you know, really never take my health for granted and to just inspire people with my story. And that's how I hope to help people versus, you know, aspiring to, or um, prescribing to any sort of fad or trend or jump on the bandwagon of what everyone else is doing. So, yeah. So if I were to go to you and this is, you know, I'm sure you've gotten many types of questions like this and be like, Hey, Felicia, uh, you know, I really want to be skinny and toned, but I don't want to, you know, just like uh, get fat. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just so, you know, you get say you tell someone to start running. Right. And they don't right. see any results and they're actually seeing more fat on their body. Right. Um, and they're really, really frustrated. You see it, you know, they don't even really have to say much more. Um, <laughs> what would you what would you tell that person? You know, I, I, this is a good question because I feel like a lot of people focus on the numbers, whether it be a scale, whether it be body fat percentage, things like that. If, if we only focus on those things, I feel like it really takes away from all of the other progress that can be happening, like more energy, feeling better, maybe better joints, um, overall, you know, just overall just feeling better as a human. And so I feel like when we do focus on the physical goals, um, that it can allow us to really enjoy the journey because the numbers are not always going to say what you want, you know, but if you're enjoying the process and you're, you're taking baby steps to ultimately just feeling better, then, then 
I mean, that right there, you've already won half the battle. So especially if you're a runner, I know that your audience is a lot of runners. You know, you're not going to be able to run a marathon in a day. Um, so I'm all about baby steps. So if you can, you know, start with walking or if you want to start with a lap around, you know, one lap around a track or whatever it may be, that is better than nothing and is ultimately going to get you to that goal. Um, and so I always say it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, that's, that is the all time favorite saying. Um, yeah. It's very, it's so true. And a lot of my runners and my clients, uh, actually, they have a dual goal of running for fat loss. So mm -hmm. what I really, really try to emphasize is as much as running and intervals are important, nutrition and recovery is just as important, if not more. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, just even with my experience that I felt like the more I would say, quote unquote, cardio I did, um, the worst I got, I actually really saw more results with, um, you know, moderate intensity when it comes to cardio. Weightlifting was really great for me. And, you know, just really keeping the nutrition up. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, just so I could, you know, remind my listeners here, when I ran, I actually had 17% more body fat. And by no means do I have any sort of crazy fat loss story. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it, it definitely, I don't, I did not look like the trainer and coach and athlete I am today. Right. And the second I, I got a trainer, mm -hmm. I had a coach and that inspired me to actually become one after leaving corporate America and my body completely changed. Um, I was not training for, you know, I wasn't lifting heavy, um, doing light reps. I wasn't lifting as much for strength as I was for, uh, I guess, like my physique and like my aesthetic um, looks, which was a mistake. Because when you're running for a marathon, you should not be doing that. Yeah. You should be lifting for strength. And so you got to find that happy medium between the two, um, especially if you have dual goals. But I do believe that performance and pain-free Programs come first in that aspect, because if you want to run 26 miles, uh, you know, 26.2 miles and you don't want to get injured. Uh, yeah, the former yeah. is probably the better, which is uh, lifting heavy, but uh, doing less reps. So, you know, I love that. And I love that, you know, yeah, when you just do cardio, it's probably not going to work. Actually, it right. won't, because right. you've got to keep things dynamic. Mm -hmm. Once your body gets to use the same thing, it won't change. And then you're just going to start eating and, yeah. you know, expecting the best, but seeing the worst. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, totally. Yeah. But it's all about the process.